This is the Off-Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to episode two of the Off Kilter podcast, The Anatomy of Understanding. Today we will be in conversation about the anatomy of understanding. When we start riding the long way home, it is a lack of trust that stops us from taking this different path, uh, trying this new way, this different way taking the long way home. So we start writing the long way home with working to understand. Understanding is hard work. There is an abundance of information out there. There are so many external inputs. Diets, ways of training, research, science, people's opinions. With so much information, it's easy to listen to those external inputs, to other people's opinions, to follow the status quo, the current diet, uh, the current uh, fad in training. Sometimes we're so keen to get the results that we skip the step of working to understand. There are two types of learning. Type one, you can take a course, a class, and follow a system, a diet, a method where you learn a technique, you learn facts and procedures. This type of learning is very similar to the education system today. Uh, It is following and memorizing. It's a theoretical type of learning. Type two is to experience, is to learn. And you learn the anatomy of understanding. You learn to allow and to see. You learn to be curious, to listen, to ask questions. You learn to be your own teacher. You ask questions like, what does this mean? How does this make me feel? Why do I feel tired all of the time? What is the right combination of food and exercise for me? What does balance mean to me? What gives me energy? What leaks my energy? Why am I actually doing this? Why can't I get results? Now, these are great questions, but the big question is, what type of learning will you choose? And What are you going to do about it? What effort will you put in to work to understand? And what do you need to cultivate to work to understand? Do you need patience? Do you need to journal, to listen? If you aren't willing to work to understand, you won't have the anatomy of trust. And without the anatomy of trust, You will feel stuck in the mud. You'll feel disconnected. You won't have an internal rhythm. And you won't be able to get results. So today's episode is about softening into trust, working to understand, 
and doing less. The ideas of hardness and softness belong to art and physics and movement. And I have been very interested in this concept of hard versus soft for about six months. And I have been exploring it through contemporary dance. So in dance, floor work refers to movements performed on the floor. So floor work changes the body's relationship with gravity and involves a dancer navigating between different spatial levels, so high and low. And it involves going in and out of the floor. So moving your body into the floor and entry and then exiting out into a higher spatial level. So executing this floor work smoothly really demands flexible joints, a relaxed body and attention to the kinesthetic feedback provided by the floor. So sequential movement patterning distributes the weight properly and allows this smoothness in and out of the floor. So the success of the transition in and out of the floor in and out of the floor lies in figuring out what not to do. So the dancer's instinct initially when you're learning floor work is to try harder, to apply more effort or to tense the body before contact. And this results in a stiffness, a hardness within the body. And there is a saying uh, within dance, hard body, hard floor. So when the dancer is on the floor, what we want is less is more, soft body, soft floor. So when we want to create change, it demands this flexibility, this softness in our method and our approach. It really demands a relaxed state of mind and attention to the feedback which is provided by the body. So success in change really lies in progressions and figuring out what not to do. So our instinct is to make it more complex, to do more, to train harder, uh, to follow uh, diets. Uh, When we try harder or force this change, it gets messy. Uh, There isn't smooth transitions and we create this disconnection to the physical body. And this is what creates the hormonal imbalances, the fatigue, uh, the injury, uh, the stagnation in getting results. So to get the result, often less is more. And we live in this culture that is rooted in success, in doing more and getting results. So we have this belief that if we do more, we will be more successful, more valuable, and get the results quicker. And I get it. I am also a creation of this culture. And I too want to get great results, do work that matters, and feel healthy and strong and fit. But often this leaves us exhausted, lost, and confused and disconnected. So through my own explorations and then through working with so many women, I have found that we can do this by doing less of the things that leak our energy and that actually don't matter and more of the things that give us energy and have meaning. 
And we can do this by doing less. So if we are always doing and we are constantly expressing energy, what happens is that it leads to what I call a vulnerability window. So when we don't achieve sufficient sleep, we don't eat enough food, we don't rest, we don't get enough light, and our environment is stressful, we open ourselves up to vulnerability windows. And a vulnerability window is really an imbalance in energy. And so we have more going out, outflowing, than we have coming into us. So this really makes us more susceptible to stress, low immunity, hormonal imbalances, and low productivity. And it can also really influence our creativity and the impact we make in our work and how we relate to others and ourselves. These windows are the gap between when vulnerability is first exploited and when we start to develop a counter to that balance. So the length of the window really depends on how good we are at rebalancing our energies. And this is where the anatomy of understanding comes in. Because to be our own teacher and to be able to manage our energy, we really have to work to understand. Do you know what your vulnerability windows are? Do you know how to rebalance your energy? And do you know what impact your windows have on your day, your work and your relationships? So I want to adjust our view of productivity, our worth and the value of slowing down. This slower pace, more meaningful life really can be achieved without sacrificing results. We just need to learn to understand. So working to understand is done with what I call the essential few. Release technique, embodiment and layering. So the first one, release technique is a dance term and it is focused on the principles of ease of movement and buoyancy, this fluidity. So dancers really learn to minimize tension in the body to create freedom of movement and the release of body weight into and out of the floor, this allowing and letting go and the use of uh, the breath to prompt the movement is really what learning release technique is. Uh, so this technique is about enhancing self-awareness rather than just following a particular movement pattern or a physical exercise. It really proposes an exploration and a continuous re-education of the mind and the body. So this allowing and letting go is hard, especially if you come from a classically trained dance background or a strength background, uh, as it requires letting go of control of exact body placement and technique. And often classically trained dancers find this concept really difficult at first. The removal of guidelines and rules and boundaries really leaves them feeling disconnected and out of rhythm. And when I first learned release technique, I felt those things as well. I felt really lost um, and I felt disconnected from my body. So a lot of women I work with 
find it challenging to let go of the systems, the programs, the models and the diets they've been following for years and just allow. So this way often requires a sense of confidence and ability to trust. And these can be really difficult concepts uh, for women who've been disconnected from themselves for years. And so to release tension from the body, to release the attachment from these systems and diets and models uh, is the first step to learning to understand. So I invite you to let go of the diet, uh, the systems, the models, and just allow I invite you to let go of the type of training that you actually don't like. I invite you to stop listening to other people's opinions, stop reading, researching, and foraging for the right answer, and go within. So to release tension from the body, the dancer really needs to learn to recognize this tension, and body awareness is key to this, and so... The first part is around just allowing. So this awareness, um, it's really the foundation on which we build trust, confidence and connection. And how do we do this? So the second essential three is embodiment. And it looks at allowing, receiving and listening. And this is done through an exploration practice, which is creating space to just allow, to just be and just pay attention, Uh, listening to the body, receiving the information that the body is giving you. And then there is a journal practice. And so the journal practice is not for uh, writing down... um, calories, numbers, portions, the journal practice is for you to write down uh, your thoughts and beliefs around food and training, uh, how the food makes you feel. Um, Your body speaks to you in symptoms. And so this could be uh, menstrual cycle problems, painful periods. Um, It could be Fatigue, exhaustion, poor sleep, uh, skin breakouts, mood changes. So this embodiment practice is creating space to allow and receive through all your senses. So your five senses. And we're trying to get in touch with the body. So the hearing, the smell, the taste, the touch. But we need space to do that because we have so many distractions around us that they kind of deaden our senses. So embodiment practice, creating space for yourself to tap in and allow and receive the feedback from your five senses And then the second part of that practice is the journaling. The journaling is a lever to help you connect to your body. It helps. It's like little puzzle pieces that over time you get to learn about your vulnerability windows, what creates a vulnerability window. 
Uh, and what leaks your energy? What gives you energy? Uh, what symptoms the body is speaking to you in? And then the third essential three is a layering practice. And it's about depth and breadth. So just like onions have layers, we learn by layering. So when we're learning something, you're essentially layering the body. So in dance, when you're learning a movement, you're layering the body. So each movement or technique adds another layer to the bone and joint structure and to the nervous system. It's like a muscle memory and it involves the consolidation of a motor pattern really into your body memory through repetition. And this is the same when we're learning to understand. It is about layering. Uh, and we try, we experiment, we learn, and then we layer another piece on top of that. Because there's really a balance between, yes, you could have the information or the technical skill, uh, but then you also need to allow and just receive the information from the body and the floor, because then you can learn. As you're moving across the floor, you get to find the fluidity in the movement. You get to find where you feel tension. Uh, you get to find where the body feels stiff and doesn't feel soft. Sometimes the body remembers later, not in the movement. And the layers you've placed before will surface uh, and come out. So today, I want you to work to understand. I want you to stop taking the short way home and really start with these essential three. Start with the release technique, releasing uh, your limiting beliefs, releasing uh, the diet or the systems of the models that you're following, releasing people's opinions. And then I want you to create and cultivate an embodiment practice, allowing and receiving and listening. Do this by creating space in your day just to, to be and listen. And then through journaling, and then think about this process as a layering process, like onions have layers. That's it. Episode two, the anatomy of understanding. I run a monthly masterclass and July's masterclass is on how to train and eat with your menstrual cycle to get results and feel balanced and healthy. And this is such a great piece in this working to understand uh, and it is a nice layering piece. Basically, it's about feeling less crazy and in a frenzy and really more balanced and badass. So we will chat and laugh about periods and training and cravings and how to really thrive during each phase of your menstrual cycle. So you can register on my website, amykatebow.com. I would love to have you. Uh, in class. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, 
take the long way home. Bye for now.